dealing with the subject about the power or the ability of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have been learning anything about the Holy Spirit? Amen. This morning, I want you to take your Bibles and go with me. <clears throat> let's first of all, because some of you are different, got some different faces in here today. So let's go back to John Gospel chapter 14. Amen. Chop, chop. John chapter 14 and look at verse 26. And this is Jesus speaking. He said, but when the father sends the advocate or the comforter, right, or the helper, okay, as my representative. Notice what he said, as my representative. Because that's what the Holy Spirit is. He is, Je he is representing Jesus. What do you mean by that? He's representing the works of Christ or the works of Jesus. The word Christ is just means anointing. It's not Jesus' last name. It, it means anointed one. So it represents the anointed one. You and I, because we are born of God, represents the anointed one and his anointing. Okay? That anointing is not making you spooky. The anointing is what causes the grace of God for you to live by. God's grace is not something you did, something you earned. God's grace is something that God himself put in motion because he loved you and I. So when we say the word, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, he gave it of his own free will. Are you following what I'm saying? So God's love you can take them upstairs, brother. We got a class for them. Amen. Uh, somebody go upstairs with them. I, okay. Thank you. I forgot they've never been there before. Now, but but y'all can stay here. Y'all can stay in here, okay. Glory to God. Now, so think about this. When we say the grace of God, the grace of God is God doing for you and I what we couldn't do for ourselves. Okay? God didn't favor you because you and I were special. He didn't favor you because you were in trouble. He favored you from the foundations of the world before you and I were ever a thought. God already favored you. So look at someone and say, hello, favorite one. That's right. That's all you see. Some of y'all don't even know how to say that. Because you're thinking something has to happen before you can earn God's favor. No. God didn't favor you for no other reason than that he loved you. You have to receive God's love in order to accept his favor. So it's not anything that you can do. Ask yourself, what is it that you think that you can do to earn God's favor? I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing you can do to earn God's favor. 
Because all humans have come, have fallen short of the glory of God. It's the, pre, it's the reason for Jesus, our God, being manifested in the flesh, gave himself a name that is above every name. And at that name, meaning Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he's Lord. Why? Because he has overcome every trial, everything that you and I will ever encounter. He has already overcome it. Well, he said, Jesus ain't never did no, he ain't never smoked no joint. Well, how he overcame that? <laughs> Is that right? I mean, you think about the thing that you've been, you say, well, how could he, how could he have already overcome? It's not, the, it's not the matter, it's not the thing, it's the principle of the thing that brought us to the place that Jesus overcame. Let me show you. And what that means is, uh, I need to show you this. All right, Casey, go with me to uh, Genesis chapter 2 and look at verse 15. Genesis 2 and look at verse 15. In Genesis 2, it said the Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to do what? Come on, talk to me, Claire. What did he put him in there for? Two things. To do what? To tend and to watch over it. Is that right? That's what he put him in there. Next verse. <clears throat> but the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat of the tree, I mean, of the fruit of every tree in the garden, next verse, <clears throat> except the tree of what? Knowledge. Come on, talk to me. The tree of what? Knowledge. Now, notice it didn't just say the tree of good and evil. It said the tree of knowledge. That tree of knowledge is going to reveal, has in it good and evil. And that's why people can do good and sometimes people can be evil. It's not because of something that you did or the family that you were born in. It comes through the first parent, Adam. So you're not a sinner or a bad person because, well, my mom did this or my dad was this and this and that and etc. Now, that may have some effect, but you are not what you are because of the lineage you come from. No, you are what you are because we were made sinners. We were born sinners. You didn't do anything to become a sinner, but just be born. Okay? Just like you didn't do anything to become righteous. Now that you're born again, you didn't do anything to become righteous. You were made righteous. Amen? I got one amen in the house. How many understand what I just said? You were made righteous. So that means you can't boast about it. It's a gift, right? When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So he said, except the tree of the knowledge. See, the knowledge. Look at somebody and tell them, say, it's the knowledge. Yeah. It's not the good. It's the knowledge. It's the knowledge. See, that knowledge will 
uh, if you're not careful because of the background that you came out of, this is the reason why you could become more of a victim in your life than you are a victor. See, a victim mentality is partaking of its environment. Okay? And we all have been, we all have been a victim of our environment one way or another. Why? Because of the fallen nature. And so therefore, until Jesus come along and redeem, the word redeem means to be purchased or repurchased. Okay? Back from the market of we call the market of slave, of being a slave on the market called sin. We were all sinners sold on the slave market called sin. This is what the first Adam did when he ate of the tree of knowledge. Okay? So we were all in the first Adam. So we all partook of the same knowledge of the same whatever entered into him because it passed down. It's not just a physical thing. It's a spiritual. It's more spiritual than it is physical. Okay? I mean, understand what I just said. All right? Okay. So, except the tree of knowledge of good and evil, if you eat of, the, eat of its fruit... See, the fruit of what? The knowledge and what? Evil. If you eat of the fruit, right, of knowledge, of good and evil. I hate that heifer. What you just did, you partook of the fruit of hate. If someone crossed you, I mean, as a believer, you can become like a rattlesnake. Your mama. <laughs> right? Why? It's that, it's, that, it's that knowledge that you and I every day, this is why you at church, learning how to control your senses. You're learning to exercise your senses unto the fellowship and the relationship that you have with God Almighty. I'm not trying to teach you good from evil. That's already there. I want to teach you to have, I want to teach you to enhance your fellowship with God. Okay? <clears throat> it will supersede good and evil. Because when you know him, see, you already, you already born in the image and likeness of him. He said, man, the way I look, the last time I looked in the mirror, I don't like what I see. Well, you see, you're looking in the wrong lens, with the wrong lenses. You're looking at yourself physically. It's not your physical appearance. Your physical appearance is just an outward uh, manifestation of what's taking place on the inside of you. 
See, your body is neither good or bad. It's just natural. Right? It's what you put in it. I mean, you know, I don't care for no macaroni and cheese. Now, it has a little nutrients in it, right? So your body, your digestive system is going to break it down and get whatever nutrients that it can get from it. Most of it is junk. I'm not talking about y'all macaroni and cheese. Don't, don't, don't look at me all crazy, okay? But your body gonna, is going to get as much from it as it can as a nutrient. And the rest of it goes to waste, right? Well, it's the same thing about the Word of God. The Word, sometimes our traditions, our belief, you look at yourself and base your, and you try to base yourself on how you appear, how you've done others, whether or not you accepted by God. Again, what, what could you do to make yourself acceptable by God? There's absolutely nothing you can do. Instead of you trying to show God, well, Lord, I went to church today. <clears throat> well, the devil came too. No. Stop trying to impress God. Let God impress you. Hmm? Amen? You just what you you have to let God is trying to impress you. If you let him. What I have to give to God, you don't know. He put something in you from the foundation of the world. The moment your parent came alone. <clears throat> And, and, and came together, God dropped his substance in there. God is after the substance of what he put in there. He want what he put in there when your parent came together. He want what he put in there to come forth. You say, what about a person being raped? What about a person being sexually molested? God still put his purpose in that. The way it happened is wrong. But see, the spiritual super DNA will override the wrong that took place in that person's life in the flesh that they mentally has to deal with. See, to break any curse, to break any yoke, is through the blood of Jesus. Has to be the word. You can't overcome a crisis by drinking. You can't overcome a crisis through drugs. You can't overcome a crisis through much work. <clears throat> Whatever you want to whatever you want to add to it. No, nope. the only way you overcome is the one that's in you. Jesus, the, the, our theme verse is 1 John 5, 4, whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. So if you're born again, guess what? The anointing to overcome 
that molestation that took place in your early days? Maybe you were raped. Hmm? Whatever. Guess what? The victory to overcome is already in you. But you have to draw it like a person draw water out of a well. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all young people don't know what that means. You know what that means. Y'all ever seen a well or water? And you, you had to pump it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody getting set free already because they say, man, how did this guy know? I don't know. It's the Holy Spirit. You could have been in a domestic uh, abuse background. So I'm using these things because you look and say, well, you know, what image, what likeness I have like God? It's not your physical appearance. It's that part, that he, invisible part of himself that can't be seen, he placed in there when your parent came together. How you got here may be wrong, but it doesn't matter. You made it. You're here now. So from this moment forward, let's not hold no parent, grandparent, or whoever hostage in your mind again. Let them go. If you don't, you're going to walk around as the victim. And notice this, Satan, the devil, he love it when you feel that you are the victim. Hmm? Oh, Jesus. Let's see here. Hallelujah. Um, I'm trying to make her, I'm trying to make a, uh, uh, Jordan, come see. <clears throat> I literally want Jordan to get on my back. I'm going to hold him up. For real? For real. I want you to jump on my back. <laughs> this is what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to carry that weight around. And he getting heavy. You could have done that. Well, this is what the devil wants you to do. You're the victim. He wants you to carry that assault, that hurt around. And every time you hear their name, or every time you see something that reminds you, you're angry. You're bitter. Can you see that? All right. Ooh, that boy heavy. Now, good. Thank you. Let's give him a good hand. Amen. I had to see which one of y'all would be bold enough to jump. So I know Jordan would, so he ain't got no problem. 
that chapter. So, did you witness my illustration? This is what you see this physically, but mentally, this is where it's taking place in you and me. And you carry that, and you can smile to try to keep others from knowing what's happening on the inside. But true, you can look in a person's eyes and you can tell, you can see the hurt. You didn't come here by accident this morning. The Lord wants you to know how much he loves you. And that he's not holding anything to your uh, whatever. That's humanity. Hurt people hurt people. Let me say it to you again. Hurt people hurt people. And what I mean by that, <clears throat> maybe your parent came from a background that, that they were hurt, but you don't ever know it. You will never know it. Because they try to hide it. Or they try to whatever, but it comes out in a way that's so disrespectful. What I'm talking about, the knowledge. I'm still on knowledge. This is where it comes from. The knowledge of good and evil. It's not just the good and the evil. It's the knowledge. You were born with it. You were born with it. But by the grace of God, put this up for a moment, Casey, we'll come back to 1 John 5, 4. I quoted that verse of scripture, which says, whatever, oh, it's old King James, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcome the world. It is our faith. You have already overcome. And if you never really deal with that crisis in your mental disposition, it will bring you to a place of utter destruction. Because that's what the enemy wants. Remember Jordan on my back? He wants you to carry that and carry that. And the older you get, the more angry you become, the more vicious you become with your words, the more disrespectful you become towards people, and the more you will stand off from people. And sometimes you see hear people say, you know, uh, feel my pain. I won't feel your pain. I don't want to feel my own pain. I know that's not good English, but y'all understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Cutting all them birds. Is that right? No. But you have to forgive. Because there's no human on the earth without flaws. 
Hmm? Even if you went to a counselor, a counselor has flaws. Nobody is without flaws. God don't minister to us. I don't think that God is ministering through me and say, boy, that man, he's perfect. You go, ask my wife. <laughs> no. 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 Whatever is born of God overcome the world, and this is a victory that what overcome the world. It is our faith. It's faith alone in Christ Jesus. Put this up, Galatians chapter 2, look at verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. See, it's not you. And that's what, what happened. You continue to keep taking it on you. You continue to keep wearing the burden on you. But you are dead. Spiritually speaking, the life that you and I were conceived in, that conceived that nature of the knowledge of good and even that nature, that sin, it's dead. It doesn't exist. It only exists in your thought life now. It left behind what we call an old man mindset. And this is the reason why you and I as believers the enemy is always targeting, notice this, listen at this carefully. He can't target you with me, with my past. He can only target you with your past. Whatever you came out of, he will always try to bring it back to you. Maybe dress different. Maybe speak differently. It may even look differently. But it's still the same. Whatever you came out of, whatever you found yourself under, the enemy is going to use the same old memo to try to draw you back or to try to put you back in a place of being Buddha. Y'all know what Buddha is, huh? <laughs> huh? Right? No. Don't let him. You have to make the decision. You have to, you and I are the subject. You have to make the decision whether or not you're going to accept. Because it's not real anymore. It's not alive. It's only existing in your thought. You have nothing to be ashamed of. But now you recognize, here's my freedom right here. Christ said, I am crucified. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. That means I'm dead. I mean, if we physically went to the morgue right now, all of us, and we just pull out a dead person, just Joe Doe, I can really tell you what's on my mind now, and then you just kick him. Boom. You're no good. They're not going to feel none of that. They're not going to hear none of that. Right? The spirit that had that body alive is gone. The body is not evil. The body is just natural. It's like money. 
Money is neither good or bad. It's what you use it for that makes it good or bad. Right? I mean, I can leave out of here and go buy me a fifth of rum. One-on-one proof. Stop that, sister. Don't let everybody know that what you just drank now. <laughs> no, but that was my drink. I can go there right now and go get me a fifth. Well, why, why don't I go do it? Don't have no desire for it. The Holy Spirit has put, because I allow him to fill a void that I could not fill myself. Meaning, we drink because we're trying to drown out something. Right? Or we eat because we're trying to, what? Drown out something. I don't want to be quiet. And this is what I hear in my spirit right now. Somebody here, your life is always loud. And the reason why your life is always loud is because if you ever got quiet, you, don't, you can't handle quietness. So you got to always have something because of the pain. Hmm? This is what happened to those that's in the homosexual, transgender, uh, whatever called lifestyle. If you know enough, they're never quiet. Why? Life have to all, because why? You're on the edge. You're trying to prove something. You're always hiding something. So what am I saying to you? When you say I'm crucified with Christ, that means you put you literally died to yourself. Whatever lifestyle, don't make no difference. What you were before you got born again, that's not who you are now. Hmm? So guess what? Stop associating yourself with your past. I'm going to say it to you again. Stop associating yourself with your past. Stop allowing people to bring, keep you in your past. Did you hear what I said? If you don't stop it, then guess what? And you begin to partake in what they're saying, words transmit an image. Let me say that to you again. Words transmit an image. Let me give you an example. Apple. Everybody can see an apple right now, right? Now, you may be accustomed of a little green apple, a little bit red apple, Right? Candy apple, but watch it put us all on the same way on the same page. A big red juicy apple. Now everyone 
can see a big, red, juicy apple, but therefore you don't even have an apple with you. I'm going to get that illustration one day and somebody's going to pull an apple out. Watch this. But just think about it. Everyone sees a big, red, juicy apple in their mind. That's the image of an apple. What gave you that image? Words. So when you, when the enemy wants to talk to you in your thought life of your past, you have to be the one to shut it down and say, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Right? I didn't get one amen. amen. You have to be the one. Okay. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ living in me. Now you have to allow the anointing of the life that gave his life for you to live through you. Jesus wants to live his life through you, but you got to start thinking and speaking in the light of the life he gave for you. That takes time. That's why you go to school, right? When I was first introduced to algebra in the 10th grade, you know, I can see myself right now. I was dreading going from the ninth to the 10th grade because algebra was going to be introduced. Now, to some of y'all, algebra is nothing. But I was afraid of death. You know, A equals square, talking about 10 to the, I don't know, what the world is that? I just got good at multiplication. Right? But you know what? The more I went to class, sit there, let the teacher roll it out, made an A in there. Are you following what I'm saying? Think about this for, I need you all to think about this for a moment. What I'm trying to show you is, is this. The enemy, again, wants to only use what? What's it, buddy? Uh, oh, no, man, not you. Uh, think about this for a moment. The enemy only has your past to judge you by. You don't have nothing new. Nothing. It's all right here. So whatever you allow to transmit what the enemy is trying to do, use words of your past to transmit an image that doesn't exist. Now watch this. It needs your attention, meaning it needs your vocal cord to vocalize what you see in your imagination, in, your, in the image of your mind. Somebody said, well, what's the matter with you, girl? Uh, you know, I thought I was over that. It's been 20 years. I thought I was over that. And it come up again. No, it came up because you didn't know what to do with it. Uh, yeah. 
It just keeps coming up because, hey, you still live in this physical world. You still live in this body, but it don't have the right to dwell in my head. Right? I mean, all of us drove some type of vehicle. You came with somebody in the vehicle, right? So what if a record server went up there, a record went up there and put your, put it, put it, getting ready to take your vehicle? What you going to do? Run out there and say, hey, what, what's the matter with you? Right? There you go. Well, you, you have a right. Well, you have a right as a believer to say, stop it. If words put the image there, words can erase it. Hmm? Let me show you how you do that. Second Corinthians, Casey, 10, 3 through 5. You don't get nothing else. Make sure you get this. Okay? Second Corinthians chapter 10. Because, again, all of us, see, this is where the Holy Spirit helps you. He helps by guiding you through the word. If you, if you only look where you've been, what has happened to you, it's real. We're not trying to act like that didn't happen. What I'm saying is, this is how you deal with the reality of what has happened. The only work, look, the only way to remove the pain, because it's a mental, it's an inward thing that needs the healing. So Jesus didn't just die for you physically to be healed, but he also died that you mentally are healed. But you have to be the one to receive it. All right? If I gave you $1,000, put $1,000 in you before, what you going to do? Take it. You have to do what? Receive it. But I guarantee I could have walked with folks. No, nah, no, nah, Pastor. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I didn't. It, it wasn't about whether you needed it or not. It was just, I wanted to just give it to you. See, you couldn't receive it as a gift because you're always accustomed of working for it. I had to, you know, I did something to earn that. But if somebody just came and gave you a thousand, nah, 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 I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Bring me a thousand dollars. I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm really good now. Let me have it. Is that right? <coughs> buy, me a, buy me two boxes of uh, church and fried chicken, huh? <laughs> I had a, I had a, uh, I just, I shared something with a brother once. I mean, just, just sharing something with God put in my heart and God had talked to him already. I'm not knowing. So the gentleman left out. If my wife was in here, she could testify. The guy sat outside in the vehicle and waited 30 minutes because that's how I was still talking to my And he, when he saw me come out, he came out and met me and gave me a check. He said, buy your wife a hamburger. Okay. I'm thinking, you know, $50, all right, that's good. I opened that up, and I threw that thing to my wife. I said, did I see that right? That wasn't no $50. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> it was huge, put it like that. He said, buy your wife a hamburger. That's about how I was, you know. Lord Jesus. Why did God do that? Because he loved me. What I'm saying to you, if you learn to receive God's love for you and stop trying to get somebody else to accept you, you will see your life start transforming almost like overnight. Because what God put in you, what God called you to, no one can take away from you. Okay? Now watch this. I don't know what time it is. I may have to quit after this. For though we walk in the flesh, that means, you know, with our thought life and this, everything that I explained to you, but we do not war after the flesh. And this is what happened. People try to fight in themselves, in their mindset. This is the reason why people come out and they're so, you, you, it's like you see people like they're so angry. See, their anger is from something they've been carrying within themselves. They've been suppressing it, suppressing, and then not knowing how to release it. I'm teaching you how to release real crisis, real issues in real time. If you can't go to a psychiatrist, they're, gonna, they're not going to teach you that. They don't, they don't believe in this. The church is the only entity that has the answer. I didn't die for you, but Jesus did. And until you receive his anointing of removing every burden and destroying every yoke, someone gave their life that they were beat to the place that there was no resemblance of a human, that he was human. So the little Jesus you have on the cross, have you know if you got one of the little Jesus around your neck? Or you got that little Jesus hanging on the cross looking all GQ? Uh-uh. Let me paint you the picture of the real Jesus. The picture of the real Jesus, all of his guts was revealed. All of his skin was gone. When he carried that cross, he carried that cross through the humiliation and the shame that the world, but it was the Father's will because he loved you. The Father had you in mind because he knew the time, the generation that come down when you and I were going to be born. He knew the generation that we were conceived in, the things that you will embrace, the things that you will go through, the things that your parent, parent went through, and how a lot of this will fall upon you through dead works, religion, tradition of men. And Jesus wants you to know he bore that cross. He took the lashes of the whipping from the the Roman soldiers at that whipping post, not because he was a sinner, but because of what sin did to man. So he had to come as a man without his glory and take on punishment and take on the judgment of what sin did to humanity without 
his deity. He had to have the help of the same Holy Spirit that you and I have today. And that's why you look to Jesus as your Savior because there's no one else that could do that. If somebody tried to tell you there's another way to be saved, you better run from them. You better run like in terror. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? He didn't, and he didn't do it in a way to say, you know, he looked down and saw Bobby, you know, generation, he saw Bobby, he saw Brother Johnny. You know, if, if I were Jesus, and I would see that, uh, Bobby, you're going to serve me. No, 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 you're not, you're not going near, and then I, do, I, I will make you. No, that's not what he did. Free will. You have to choose to want to. When you choose, then he will reveal his plan for you. Your life will totally change. Because now you see him yourself. You know him yourself. You don't know him through tradition. You don't know him through, you know, what your parent may have gone through or what your sibling may have. No, you know him for you. What the problem is, we don't know Jesus for ourselves. We know Jesus through parent, through the pastor. Oh, that's pretty good, but it's nothing like you knowing him for yourself. Right? I'm talking about a good bucket of church's fried chicken. I don't, look, I know it's good because I do what? I eat it myself. Right? That's how I know it's good. Is that right? Like your macaroni cheese, you know? You, you know, or I may wait for Brother Joe to catch one of the big red fish. Yeah, and I bring me, a, you know, I put it out on the grill, you see? Brother Joe's a fisherman. Are y'all following me? What I'm trying to say, you need to know him for yourself, not because somebody else said, that's good. But the better is you know him. And when you know him and when you have tasted how good he is to you and how you will deliberate it, I mean, yeah, yeah, you will deliberately set free from that hurt, from that pain. All of a sudden you start experiencing a peace that you never had. Well, guess what? When someone try to come back around you with that old, that old junk that you can't, you say, oh, no, no, hold, 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 hold that. Hold that. I'm free from that. The blood of Jesus. Either they're going to be one that listens to you or they're going to say, okay, I'll see you later, man. That's what it does. The gospel either will draw people to you or it will send them away. Because why? They don't want it. It's the spirit in them that don't want to hear that. Remember I said hurt people? Hurt people? The spirit of hurt like to hang around people that's hurt. A, bit, a person that has a root of bitterness that's bitter, that's so words, that's filled with, it wants to hang around people that's filled with bitterness. And if you notice, 
That's the only people want to hang around you. But the moment you say, no, I'm done with that. They're going to say, come on, girl, you remember what happened? You're going to let that go like that? How are we going to ever, you know, that's so, no, 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 no. I'm not taking that again. Because, see, now the responsibility is on you. The death that Jesus died. If you saw the real Jesus carrying that cross, you can get a picture of him through the Bible. If you saw the real Jesus carry that cross, you'll take that Bible and throw it 10 miles down the road if you could. Because you say, oh no, what is this? What that is? He looked it like that for you and me. Because what happened to you was not your fault. But if God was going to restore his right standing, you and I to have his right standing, he had to do something to bring us back to that place and give us the same opportunity that the first Adam had. But ours now is in Christ, in Jesus, what he did for us. That's why nobody can hold you hostage. That's why no one can point a finger to you. No, I received the love. The love set me free. The love took away that pain. The love gave me another chance to live. The love took that spirit of suicide, that suicide spirit off of me. Hmm? I'm talking about his love. I'm talking about his love, what he went through for you so that you don't have to grieve no more. People say, well, I'm just grieved. No, that's not a good word. Find another word. Grief is a word that wants to keep you just like it is, grieving over something that has happened. People go to grieving classes. I mean, just excuse me, I just see going to ignorance. No. I don't want to be grieving over nothing. I will not. I don't care what happened. I don't care who it happens to. Because the enemy will use it and you become the victim. If you don't understand. Listen, I got 10 minutes. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. Stop fighting people in the flesh. Stop fighting people of color. Somebody mistreats you. You want to get all ignorant. Huh? Huh? I ain't got time to go where I want to go, but y'all understand what I'm saying. Look how quiet y'all got. Don't let no one draw you in that. Hmm? Don't let no one use your color and put you in a play and make you act ignorant out of something that was said. You don't have to receive what they said. The life is not in the color of a skin. I mean, Pastor Carza, he's a white brother, you know, pale looking. 
I'm a black man, nigga. You know, I'm just using that. I'm not black. I'm just Christian. But for y'all, you know, y'all got to have a color, so I'm going to just say I'm black. <laughs> Bobby, he Creole. Y'all know, know what that is, huh? I call Bobby yellow. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let me make my point. But Pastor Carl White, I'm black. My blood is O positive. Pastor Carl blood is O positive. He need a blood transfusion. I'm laying in that bed, Bobby, Pastor Carl, in, and then my blood, that, the blood from this black body is going into that white body. And now the body, his body lives with this black body blood. And guess what? He's still white. The life is not in the color of a skin. The life is in the blood. Read Acts 17. God made all nations with one blood. It's red. It's the enemy that gets you to fight over color because he know that's what can get you stirred up. And if you stop taking that bait, say no, as ignorant people on all fronts, as ignorant black folks, as ignorant white folks, as ignorant Indian, ignorant whatever, Chinamans, you understand what I'm saying? Why? Because the human nature, the knowledge of good and evil is in every human being. But you as a believer has the advantage to say, nope, I'm not going to go there. Unless you want to. Hmm? I used to do it in my early days, like I said. Well, look, Lord, you know, my son, I'm going to take my robe of righteousness. I'm going I'm to, I'm I, boy, look, I used to be a fighter, you know, with, I comb your hair going the opposite direction, but I don't. that's so far away from me or whatnot. I just like, man, how in the world I made it, right? Why? Because it don't prove nothing. People do you wrong, and you try to get justice. Don't worry, you gotta let it go. You gotta walk in love. When you walk in God's love. He will do it better for you than you could ever come to the end of it. Okay? Now watch this. These next two verses, or three verses, this is going to be your breakthrough. So whenever you have a crisis, or whatever has been knocking at you, the, the door front of your mind, trying to get you to go back, trying to get you to be with you, or trying to get you to accept that nothing changes, everything in your life this lady right here, change. Everything. It is not the same. Huh? I believe you can. It's not the same. That's God for her. That's some other others in here. Same thing. God talking to you. But you have to be the one to say, that's me. I'm going to choose life. Stop choosing what others want you to be. 
And then you take on the attitude because you allow them to get in you. What they say. You know how it went, what I mean by it's their words. You took their word and you became the victim of. Stop it. This is how you keep that off. Now, just because you're born again, you're filled with the Spirit of God, that doesn't mean the enemy will stop messing with you. This is how you keep him off you, okay? Here we go, these last verses. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That means you can't fight what someone says, what's going on word for word in the flesh. You never win. Because if you keep going after in the flesh, somebody can die. Fight break out. Somebody draw out a gun, a knife, or whatever, or take something, object, and hit you, or whatever, and kill you. You go, you get incarcerated, you're in jail, and now, guess what? Everything that you did, you knew could have been preventable, but you didn't see it to after the fact. That's what the devil does. He leaves you holding the bag, and he's laughing behind the tree. <laughs> That's what he's doing. That's what he does. He's a coward. He has no power. You have to give it to him. Uh, give me your name again, brother. I know your name. Roger. You got to give it to him. So when you get angry or whatever, that's what he wants. He's trying to trap you. Don't let him. Don't let him. Because if your life was so bad, then why would he, why is he, why does he keep trying to harass you? It's because you got good going on and he wants you to stop seeing the good and we go back to see where you was. That's how it works, y'all. He got to get you to commit the assault on yourself because he don't have the power. He's powerless. Satan, the devil, demons, they are powerless. They need your consideration. I do everything I can to keep them under my feet. I do everything I can to kick them down the road every time I get it. See, I'm kicking the devil. He don't like that because some of y'all sitting here, you've been arrested. And he don't like you sitting here. Now you can, you have, his uh, memorandum has been exposed. He don't like that because now you got something to fight with. He don't like that. He like you better when you're ignorant. He like you better when you're full of, uh, 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 what that is, what that wild turkey, old turkey, what that is, what that, y'all know that stuff. You, you remember when you had that, some of y'all know nothing about that mad dog, that MD, what they call that, that mad, oh boy, y'all know about that mad dog, huh? <laughs> he like it when you're full of that. Yeah, make you become a mad dog, you right? See, so for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, meaning fleshy, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. This is why Jesus died to death, so that you and I now can take what he did for you. He went to hell for you. So you don't have to go to hell. But if you deny him as Savior, you're going to go to hell. 
Not because he wants you. He, he did this so that you could be awakened to know hell is for the devil. I created hell for the devil and his demons. Not for human beings. But there are some humans in hell right now. And it's a place of eternity. You don't ever come out. It, the, 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 the pain, the affliction, the hurt, the, it don't ever stop. You don't know no pain. You don't know no torture. You don't know no torment. Until you get there. This is not something to say, well, for a season, I got this. Oh, no, Shad. This ain't no summer, spring, you know, season. No, 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 no. This is a fire that burned for eternity. This is a torture that you experience every breath you breathe. You're going to be, you're going to. You're going to have life in you. You're going to be breathing. You're going to be walking. You're going to be living in it. You know how, how hot it is outside now? <laughs> that heat out there don't have nothing on hell. And that heat out there will kill you if you don't hydrate. But that heat out there, that's nothing. That's not even a drop in the bucket. Let me tell you something. If you think that you say, well, when I die, I won't feel it, honey, don't let nobody lie to you. You're going to experience every bit of hell for eternity if you reject Jesus as your Savior. The enemy will love for you to live without knowing him. Because his destiny is already set. So what is he doing? He's trying to take as many with him as he possibly can. Don't y'all believe everything that little preacher up there saying? That little white beard he got up there, the little white shoes he got on. <laughs> He's just showing out. Don't let them little white shoes fool you. It's in the Bible. Hell is a real place. God never created hell for no human being. Humans go, and you don't go to hell because you got drunk last night on wild turkey. Hmm? You don't go to hell because you commit suicide. Hmm? You don't go to hell for any of the things that you think of that will send you to hell. You go to hell for one reason and one reason only. Anybody know what that is? You're rejecting Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life. That's the only reason why you go to hell. That's the price he pays so you wouldn't have to go. He went to hell for you. He destroyed the works of the devil. He spoiled, that's what this Bible right here says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. Mighty through God to the pulling down, the pulling down of stronghold. That means there's a barrier in your mindset. <clears throat> 
that Satan don't want you to cross over. I-10, <clears throat> excuse me, east and westbound has a barrier. They keep you on this side and keep you on that side. Well, Satan wants to create a barrier in your mind to keep you incarcerated in your thoughts, in your emotions. He don't want you to be free. Well, I was baptized when I was there. Your baptism ain't going to help you, honey. You got to know him. Well, I was Christian. I was, you know, I was, what what, 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 what is it? You know, I was dedicated at this church. No, 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 no. That's not going to save you. You got to receive him. If you're over 12 years of age, you got to receive him. Amen? I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm just trying to tell y'all the truth. Because see, when I stand before God, I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. This day will be played back in heaven. If you do, if, just, 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 let's just, you know, just you, Brother Johnny. He say, he going to hell now. Just, just make believe, okay. And Brother Johnny said, well, Lord, I went to the favorite church. I ain't never heard Pastor tell me nothing about that. Look like he ought to be going too with me. <laughs> and the Lord said, no, 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 no. The Lord hit that rewind button. And he played the same word. He is telling you right here. Well, Lord, I just didn't hear it. Gone. Can't bargain with God. Right? He's already, God has already laid his life down for you. And I, I know I'm making this funny because I know this could be heavy, heavy on your head. But I'm just telling you. If you never made Jesus the Lord of your life, even you young folks back there, I'm telling you, heaven is a place to gain Hell is a place to shine. And I don't care how, look, I don't care how old you, how, you know, sometimes we think, you know, I'm 15, 16. How old are y'all all back there? Y'all don't mind telling y'all age? How old are y'all? You 14? 14? You four, all y'all 14? Whoa! I'm going to call y'all triple 14, huh? But see, y'all may be already born again. But I'm just saying, you are at the age of accountability. If you never received Jesus as the Lord of your life, hell will be waiting for all of us. It brings about a convincing change in your heart. Who do y'all came here with today? Who y'all came with? Who? Oh, what is it to you? Then your sisters, whoa, okay. Praise God. Oh, look at here. <laughs> they listen so tenderly. All right. I love y'all, okay? My, my, that's my 14th session. 
See, y'all got a lot of pressure on y'all. Y'all got a lot of pressure. Don't let no one put you in a place and pressure you. You stay true to yourself. And don't let nobody fool you thinking there's another way. It ain't no other way. This way I'm sharing with you, it's real. Okay? That's not just for y'all. That's for all, all of us in here. Right? Here we go. Here's a verse that you're going to use when the enemy come against your head. Put it up there, Case. Next verse. What did, what did y'all see there? What's the first three words you see? Come on. I want everybody to call it. Read it. So where does imagination live? In your mind. So what is it going to do? It's showing you of your past. It's showing you where you've been. It's trying to bring you back and say, I'm back. No. It says casting down. You know what the word cast means? It means like when you go to the bathroom. When you get up off that stool, what do you do? You flush. I know it's graphic, but that's, that's what it means. Look it up. That's what you do. When a thought come up, that's trying to hold you up. Nope, you flush it. Nope. How do you flush it? Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, that means God, the knowledge, I know that God loved me. That's your knowledge. I know that God gave his life for me. What are you doing? You're flushing that down. You said, nope, I'm not taking that thought again. God became a man so that he could take my play and I'm free. I don't care what you feel at the moment. I don't care what it sounds like at the moment. You declare, make your declaration, I'm free in the name of Jesus. You got to open your mouth and you have to declare that. You, ain't, you don't need it right now. But when you leave here, Two o'clock in the morning, whatever, the devil got to try to talk to your head. You have to be the one in the name of Jesus. I'm free. Amen. Here we go. And I'm done. Casting down the imagination. Every high thing that exalts itself. So notice that every high thing that does what? That exalts itself where? What is it doing? Exalting itself where? Through what? The knowledge of God. So when something exalts itself above the knowledge of God, that's when you have to say, no, I don't take that no more. I don't believe that no more. I'm not going to act like that no more. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to even go there no more in the name of Jesus. You got to say in the name of Jesus. Because that's what caused that thought to run. Amen. It has to be in the name of Jesus. It just can't be in you. You know, you, you know, you're trying to fight a thought with a thought. This is how you look when you fight a thought with a thought. A thought hits you. <clears throat> Another thought hits you. <clears throat> and you hit. <clears throat> no, you're not made to do that. You fight a thought with the word. And that's what you're saying right there. Everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You bringing in the captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Next verse. 
and having a readiness to revenge all disobedient when your obedience is fulfilled. If I was you, I would take those three scriptures right there. I will write them down. I will put them on an index card. Maybe, you know, y'all don't have to do that. Put them in your phone. And when you have a thought that come up that's trying to hold you as a victim again, that's what you use right there. And watch it, please. Amen. Did y'all receive anything today? 